And uh, now her daughter is an orphan. And, uh, siren, siren. Yeah. I was hoping I could talk over it, but it wasn't working. All right, so we're going to... Yeah, that ain't... We're going to cut all that. Sorry, I'll go back to Yellow Ranger. Yeah. All right, here we go. Hold up, just keep... Yep. Hold on, a few more. Oh. There might be more than one. Sirens. Okay, it's, it's, it's a ways right. off now. All right. It's the movie toasty show here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah! Welcome to Movie Toast News and Reviews, episode 159. If you came here to listen to reviews of Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. You're shit out of luck because we're two grown men who did not get around to that this week. <laughs> not, was not on the list. I'm doing pretty good, Adam. How are you doing, man? I'm good. I'm not going to lie. I spent some time considering seeing that movie, but I said, you know what? I'll see uh, I'll see the uh, I'll see that war movie starring uh Jay, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal instead, and uh, I don't. Remember. Oh yeah, nice, nice. Fuck, that was on my list too. Did not make it to the theaters. In fact, all my reviews this week are streaming titles, but all brand new stuff, all released within the last uh, two three weeks. That's legit. Excited That's legit. And uh, as of uh, the date that this episode's releasing, it is May the fourth. So uh, May the fourth be oh, with you all yes. if you're listening. May the fourth be with you. I, it's that's funny. We didn't didn't get a big uh, Star Wars shindig planned out this time, but we'll have to on the drop of the next title. I think we'll have to do something a little fun. I feel like it. But I mean, I mean, I'm just doing a little. Over, Head over to our YouTube page, YouTube uh, search Movie Toast News and Reviews. Uh, we got a we got a May the 4th special we made a while back, and uh, it's still pretty relevant, I think. Oh, it's still it's a lot fun of fun. Stuff. Yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, please go check it out on our YouTube page. It's it's a good time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, all right, I guess... Uh, and anything, anything you, we should. Well, yeah, let's talk about uh, the fact that we're now in our regular submission fee prices uh, for our movie toast. The festival part three, our movie uh, festival that we have our little short film festival. We have Dennis. Uh, what's the good news on that old show? Well, sir, uh, in our third year, we are now up to our highest submission level yet. Uh, we're up to 34 flicks now. And it's it's been some good stuff, folks. I I it, it's impressive, especially the fact that this many people are turning out, and there's still plenty of time left. Um, but just so you know, mm-hmm. it's a little bit bigger this year, so it's uh, there's no sure thing for anyone. Uh, but yeah, I tell you, there's some good stuff with some interesting flavor too. I was not expecting oh, always different every year, of course, but yeah, uh, definitely surprised by you guys. So uh, great work so far, but still excited to see what's left to come. And uh, we're going to have a fun show for you. It's going to have some interesting things. Uh, have yet to get to some Christmas stuff, though. I know we got we were chock full of that. Yeah. Last. <laughs> uh, we're we're, we're so, lacking Christmas and animation. There is one animation that you haven't seen yet that's kind of fun. Oh, yes, um, yes. I'm excited to watch that with you. Nice, um, nice. But not Christmas yet. Not Christmas. We're missing that. Every year we have like one or two Christmas things. So right. if you got a Christmas short on your hands, uh, check out filmfreeway.com and uh, search Movies Host the Festival. 
and uh, let us see what you got. Uh, right now, I think submission fees are like ten bucks. If you're student, I think it's like seven fifty. Uh, if you're gold member, I think it's like six bucks. I, I don't know. It's cheap. It's fun. We're not trying to break your bank here, guys no, and gals. We're not. We're not making money off of this shit. We are literally paying the editor right. to <laughs> with with this. <laughs> we're making out of this. Everything that we're, we're and, and seems to be yeah like everything it seems like we might be getting out of this we're not we're giving it right back to the participants it's all a part of sharing your art and sharing your work with the world so it's it's nothing but a fun time again if, if you aren't familiar this is a online streaming only uh festival so you can park it on your couch you can pull it up on your phone wherever you are most comfortable and you can come check us out it'll be mm-hmm. this december again date yes. exact date tbd but it is traditionally held in December, uh, so get cozy with your cocoa or whatever you got going on. Curl up by the fire and enjoy some fun flicks coming at you in December. Yes, but coming at you right now, Dennis, we got a couple of polls. Oh, watch out! Polls. That's right, ladies bow, and gentlemen. On the last on the last episode, I reviewed the new Nicolas Cage film Renfield. So I wanted to know who the Toasty's favorite Dracula was out of Bella Lugosi, Christopher Lee, Liam Nielsen, uh, Liam Nielsen, Liam Nielsen, Liam Nielsen. I can't speak. Willie right Nelson. Now. His and name is Willie Nelson. He's a vampire. And Adam Sandler. Oh, really yeah, I know, but he handed me a joint. Uh, I, oh man, I, th- I think I'd just go straight up Christopher Lee. Like, no offense to anyone else, yeah, yeah. but Christopher no, Lee's no. a fucking boss in those old horror movies, man. <laughs> he is. Kantuku knows how to do it, man. Fuck yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Christopher Lee and uh, Leslie Nielsen came in 0%. Oh. Each. Uh, we have a 50-50 spread for Bella Lugosi and Adam Sandler. Uh, I didn't expect <laughs> some of that. I'm not going to lie. But uh, the of course, these have spoken, Dennis. You could totally <laughs> interchange those two uh, actors. Absolutely. Like, I get them confused all the time. You know, I pop in Happy Gilmore. I'm like, ah, Bella Lugosi, what are you doing on the <laughs> golf course? Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Uh, and then uh, I uh, I uh, reviewed the new uh, anime uh, Suzume uh, last week, and I talked about uh, the the director's previous uh, two films, Your Name and Weathering with You. They were kind of like little like darling animes of the past couple of years. So I wanted to know uh, if the Toasties have seen those movies, and if so, do they see Your Name, Weathering with You, both or neither? Zero uh, percent for neither. 20, 20, uh, 25 split for your name and weathering with you and uh, 50% for both. I don't know why that surprises me a little bit, but uh happen to know that we got some anime watchers out there in the uh, audience. It's funny that just like the answers kind of just sound like irrelevant Titles? answers. No name. Is there a name? <laughs> Insert name here. Uh, <laughs> didn't watch. Um, the sun rose today. Like I just like, Some of them just sound like facts. I, just, I don't know. It's just that was funny. It's just really they stuff are like that. Tennis. They are. They are. Um, I am not familiar, oh, so I, I do. I unfortunately I do not have uh, say it's, in this one. It's, but, it's all good. But, I got it. I know. I know yeah. you're not a big anime guy. I get it. Not Neither as big. Am I used to be. Yeah. 
Um, all right, but I, I am a fan of the Nintendo world, Dennis. The world of, of Nintendo, not the uh, the theme park, because I'm too fat to go on the rides there, so I can't go yet. Um, but uh, I did see the Super Mario movie, and I reviewed that the Super Mario Bros. movie on the last episode, and I, I wanted to know uh, who uh, the Toasties wanted to see out of the Nintendo universe get their own movie next out of Donkey Kong, Kirby, Zelda, and Metroid. Zelda and Metroid would both be epic as fuck. Um, mm. I, I mean, I think I would love to see the... I, I think I might know more about the Zelda world. Not that much. Like, I'm not super familiar. I don't have that okay. shit memorized. But I would love to see a Metroid movie. That would just look awesome. I want a big sci-fi Fair epic. Enough. I want to see Samus kick some ass. Mm. And I want to see that suit turn into a ball and do all the cool shit <laughs> it should do. That would be pretty epic. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Zero uh, percent for Kirby, twenty five percent for Donkey Kong. I mean, he kind of got got to shine got in some this, screen this time, right? Mario, yeah. Mario movie. Yeah, twenty five for uh, Samus, old Metroid. Fifty percent for Zelda, and uh, that I feel like sense. that's not far off. I mean, how can he not do a Zelda movie? I'm also surprised Rings it and... was zero for Kirby, though. Like, I could see, I, it. Yeah, I know, would believe that if they if they announced there was a Kirby movie, it's like, oh, for sure, that I could see that happening. Yeah. That that falls perfectly in place with like a Mario, like yeah. the other, the other like Zelda and Metroid. They're a little more adult themed, maybe PG, PG thirteen, and they're epic quests, big adventures, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, so that that is what it is. Interesting. And, uh, the the other day I was rewatching uh, the uh, the movie Christopher Robin, the uh, the the one about where uh, Christopher Robin grows up and like Winnie the Pooh and his gang has to come find him in the real world. And uh, I wanted to know who the Toasties' uh, favorite talking uh, beer is in, in some movies with that of Winnie the Pooh, Baloo, Paddington, and Ted. I I, I know it's it makes no sense why I put this <laughs> up here, but I just I wanted to know Dennis because it was on my mind. You know, I there is a large Paddington following. I was not as aware as how big this is. Uh with the whole another oh, movie coming out. Like yeah, it's phenomenon. Yes. Um I don't know. I was I had a soft spot for Baloo when I was a kid though. Paddington too. I, I think that would but, be my but are answer. we talking Baloo from the jungle book or Tailspin? I, I always like to think of Baloo oh. from Tailspin personally. As a child, I, I tried mean, to combine I mean, them. I know they weren't in the same world, I mean, but it's like they were kind of the I same, mean, he's guy. Kind of the same guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, One's just flying boats and uh, the one wears a hat and a shirt. The other one does. <laughs> um, no, Jungle Book for sure. Very necessities. And come on, classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, surprisingly to me, Ted got zero percent. Uh, hmm. So they're more. I figured there was at least one. Man, yeah, damn. Yeah, yeah. Pulsey, yeah, uh, you're right. Twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> 2020 uh, split on Baloo and Paddington and uh, 60% for Winnie the Pooh. So uh, people like Fair the enough. classic. Yeah. 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 So I can't complain. I, I yeah, like there you go. Uh, yeah, he's a good, good guy. Good guy. Good um, dude. Good so dude. yeah, if you like, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't fuck with him, but I mean, hey, whatever. I don't go to 100 Acre Wood, but uh, whatever. He does what he does. <laughs> he leaves me alone. I leave him alone. I feel like somebody talking about their neighbor. <laughs> All right, well, if you uh, like polls and you want to take part in polls, why not have it over to our Twitter account? That's movie underscore toast and uh, join our uh, our poll team. You can be a, a poll ball runner yourself and uh, take part in that. Dennis, you want to get into uh, some reviews? I am fucking 
so ready for reviews. All right, I think we're double teaming. We're we're gonna get muddy morphin on this one, man. What do we get up first? Oh, oh, you you teased it there, man. We're talking about a follow up to a childhood favorite. Uh, all of those fans of the original '90s series come and turn out for this new Netflix movie, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers: Once and Always. After all these years, I found a new body. Wait, Repulsa? No, it, it can't be. It's time for revenge! She killed Mom. We gotta destroy her. This is Ranger business, okay? Let us sort this out. Rita's creating a time portal. I'll kill you before Zorda makes you Ranger! We gotta make sure Rita doesn't hurt anybody else. Attention, Power Rangers! Get to your assigned stations now! Once a ranger, always a ranger. It's morphin' time! Your Moon Rangers. You wanna fight? You found one. You got this. Good luck. Now it's a reunion! Messing with this place was a big mistake. Don't worry, we saved the world before. Oh hell yeah! That's right. This thing—I mean, it's—it's it's nuts. This thing picks up literally thirty years later from the end of the original series till right now. And it's under the guise of the original OG team has been operating as Power Rangers ever since. Hmm. Uh, they're still kind of living their, their lives. Some of them started families. Some of them had political aspirations, apparently. <laughs> um, but this was, uh, this is jumping right back into a fight with Rita. She's back mm -hmm. and we got to fucking take care of business all over again. We got to yes. save the world. Yeah, and the inciting incident here is uh, our Yellow Ranger uh, sacrifices herself to save the Blue Ranger. And in so doing so, she makes her daughter an orphan. And uh, her daughter doesn't know that she's a crime-fighting superhero. And uh, that's where our real right. story begins. Uh, because Rita is using uh, one of her, her monsters to uh, create to capture the, the rangers, all the rangers from all the different sagas and universes and turning them into toys and harnessing their power for evil. And uh, it's time to save the and world. The annoying thing, specifically, the, the way she detects the rangers uh, and how she finds them in order to absorb their power, she can find them when they morph, when they go into, hmm. when they go into like their fighting, their fighting stance. So they can't even roll around in their suits now. They gotta be, they gotta be running around as civilians. It's, so it's dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous Which, for the Rangers. Know, I don't understand why the Rangers even need the suits, to be honest with you, besides protecting their identities. Because can't they do all that same shit and kick ass as a human? I think they they have access to their weapons when their suits are out. And that's what, like, we've seen them in the Zords in their street clothes before. True. Uh, but I, I think it has more to do, yeah, identity, some protection, too. I mean, it, it is a full head helmet. And we can't scratch the surface of that one too deep because we can't acknowledge this is all stolen footage from a completely different <laughs> TV series. If you don't know that story, that's a good one to go look up. Um, that was it. Toys uh, Netflix toys has a series, us. Toys That Made Us. 
check out the episode on Power Rangers. It's fascinating. If you don't know the history of Power Rangers, that's a, it's a, it's a fun one to check out. Um, but anyways, I digress in this chapter in history, this point in time, uh, we, yeah, we're, we're scrambling We're we're coming from like Rangers from all over the universe are checking in knowing this is, this is bad news. Um, mm -hmm. we, uh, We've lost several rangers, not just, uh, although we lost uh, Trini up front, she sacrifices herself. The rest are now locked away. We're, we're operating at maybe half capacity team. So we get characters from two other series. I think it was, um, oh man, the police um, force one. No, I yeah, forget. Like, I actually, it's been so long. Like the secondary, the one after Mighty Morphin, I know we're getting uh, like Power Rangers Go yes. or some shit. And uh, like Zeo Force or Space Rangers or. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, Steve Cardenas and Catherine Sutherland. Both, if you're if you followed the later series, they they showed up. I always thought um, our guys were around for uh, for a long time, but they were only around for like four or five seasons. Like I'm, I'm like, uh, oh three. shit! I guess I saw all these other seasons, but you, you mainly think about our, our main guys. I, I I tend to think about our main characters. Oh yeah, no, and dude, it's 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 like three seasons. It's way shorter than That's you think. So crazy. There's a lot of episodes they were, every they season. They were like though. twenty, thirty episodes, right? They were every week on. Yes. Which was big nice. orders, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, you yeah. know, uh, what really gets me in this? I I wish Goldar was back. Where's Goldar, his buddy? Where's oh, the guy that yeah. makes the putty monsters? Like, I need I need Rita's team. I wish Zordon, uh, not Zordon. Well, I guess Zordon they wish was here. I I, I miss Zer, uh, Zed. Lord yeah. Zed. Yeah, Lord Zed. Lord yeah. Zed. Yeah, I love Lord Zed. Free, freaky looking. Um, which yeah, he's way later. He's only introduced because they made the movie. Um, well, Ivan Ooze was the movie. Where's Ivan Ooze? I Ivan Ooze. Oh, you're right. But oh, well, they killed him. Well, but, they killed him off at the end of the movie. Um, that's right. Yeah, that's true. But uh, so yeah. So anyway, uh, my wife, no, my wife and I both uh, were talking about this because we watched it together. She's a huge, huge Rangers fan too. And it's like you know, we kind of vaguely recognize some of the villains. I I struggled a little more than she did. She remembered them both. Uh, I only recognized one of her two sidekicks that were used in this one even the putty mm. patrol their uniforms changed a little bit um but yet yeah it still was all shot and felt in the that same zone like i even saw like on instagram yeah. yesterday they took the 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 the, the, uh, the swords coming together like they took they showed the original version and they showed this new updated version almost shot by shot but oh. just so much crisper and cleaner and, and oh man nice nice uh but yeah so in this it's pretty much uh you got the Black Ranger and the Blue Ranger raising uh, the Yellow Ranger's kid. She wants to become. They, they decided to say, "Hey, your mom was a Power Ranger." She wants. She decides she wants to become a Power Ranger, and she gets in trouble because she's morphing without their permission, and she's uh she almost gets captured and puts our Rangers in uh, in a dangerous, sticky situation. But these guys know yeah. that they've saved the world before, so they're not too afraid. They're just concerned. It's yeah. I mean, there's a uh, it, it, it's it's pretty intense. This one actually raises the stakes quite a bit because I don't oh, remember yeah. there ever being this much death on screen in a True. Power Rangers anything, and they're they're not uh, they're not looking away from it in this one. Um, mm -mm. It, it it was a fun time. Having said that, it's still pretty cheesy. It's written in the same tone as the sure. original series was. It's the same level of style of acting. It's what's funny. It's it's still kind of like we're expecting it to be delivered to children the, the way we're presenting it to you, but it's not for kids. It's for us. Oh yeah. So it's a funny you note. Know, you need to, to kind of surrender your like 
you kind of need to just let it be what it is. If you aren't a Power Rangers fan, this is not the fucking place to start <laughs> watching it. This is be a horrible introduction if you are not familiar with the world. Sure. Um, if you can't go back and watch the original and just find a little bit of fun or joy in the original series, then this, again, this is not the movie for you. This is nostalgia. This is 100% oh. you, all fan service, but that is okay because that's just... Oh, that's all we're trying to accomplish here. Chock full of Easter eggs, too. Like, uh, we get Bulk and Skull. They're opening up a sub oh, uh, sandwich I shop. I was so hoping we'd see him. Right? Such a bummer. Uh, where we're, yeah. Where we're back at the juice bar. And, like, it's like, what? What's a juice bar? Why are people in <laughs> a juice bar? And, uh, and, like, even knowing that we're not getting the Yellow Ranger, we're not getting the Green Ranger, we knew we weren't getting the Pink Ranger. But seeing those characters come back, it, it's funny because the two Rangers that we have, like, you see them all together fighting, but only the two Rangers are talking and the other ones are fighting. And it's like, it's still badass yep. to see, but it's like, uh, couldn't he still like something like sound clips from an old show and make it? Uh, it kind of took me Ooh. out a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like Amy Joe Johnson, you couldn't record just a couple lines and call it a day. Yeah. Nah, that's okay. It's okay. But, we get it. I mean, still. It's been a while. <laughs> and, and so. Yeah, and, and it was good to see Alpha again. I mean, all around fun, fun times. Like you said, you gotta be a you gotta be a Rangers fan to to totally get it. And it's, it's funny yes. because I was assumed after each series ended, those Rangers stopped being Rangers and they were just going on with their lives. But now they're still Rangers, and that's I, pretty badass. That's what's funny because I feel like that's kind of what was suggested. I, I did, I'm fuzzy on the details, but I kind of mm. thought that is how it left off because I it was that's like when. Of the torch. Um, yeah, and when uh, David Yost left the original show, wasn't it like it's because he didn't want to be a like he wanted to like, go to school and be a normal probably thing. like yeah. they wrote it into the character, but I guess he never like, like the title says Power Rangers once and always. Um, <laughs> now, nah, having, having said that, yes, it's full of a lot of nostalgic fun, and we had a great time watching it for our own specific reasons. Sure, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my review honest because. It was, I, I, it got a few eye rolls out of me, but it's like 100%. I'm not surprised by that. It's what it, sh that's, it's what it should be here. So my, mm -hmm. my review is still going to reflect the quality of what's immediately in front of you, and it's not going to be a comment on those other emotions attached to trying to watch all of the other series and enjoying all that stuff. Um, so I, I personally am giving Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always two and a half slices. It's li little above middle of the road in that I think it's tolerable, especially at 55 minutes. It's a fucking quick watch. Mm -hmm. uh, if you just have that little it's, nostalgia it's, feel it's, when you it's heard like this movie one coming out. Episodes. Right? Yeah, it's, it goes by fast. Um, I still think it's worth watching, even sure. uh, with that slice review I gave it. But again, it is for the fans and the fans only. Yes. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always exclusively over at Netflix. I'm going to I'm going to stick in the same zone as you pretty much and give it two slices because I want a little bit more out of it, but I got exactly what I needed out of it. So I can't complain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like that. Just how much can we really expect to get, especially 30 years later? I'm impressed. People, this many people did show back up. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Barbara Goodson, who voices Rita Repulsa, was so excited to hear her voice. I got to work in a movie that she was in one time years ago, and she was just the sweetest lady and was really fun to hang out with uh, on set and the rap mm. party and stuff. Um, really, really nice. And it was awesome to hear her voice in there again. Just wanted to do a little shout out to her. Love you, Barbara. 100%. <laughs> nice. 
All right, uh, so yeah, that that's definitely a fun time. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. But likelihood, if you're a fan, yeah, sure. you most likely have seen it for sure. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with a, a new Hulu exclusive movie called Quasi. Medieval France, a time that ushered in a new era of nobility. Have another guard kill that one. Yes, I. I'm sorry, who? Kill him. No, I couldn't, my lord. I have known Arnaud my entire life. We came up together as squires. Would it be easier if we got a third guard to come in and kill both of these guys? Oh, whoops, here we go. Good work. Quasi! 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 Holy shit, come on, we're gonna be late. You know what your problem is? Is it that I've got a fatty deposit the size of a giant gourd on my back? You're not freak! Oh. Hunchback. Morning. Royal torture chamber. Back to the daily grind. You guys psyched for Pope Week? Oh my god, here we go. Another Pope, Pope Week. Week. I love Pope Week. Who wants to see an exorcism? Welcome to the Papal Lottery. Winner of the lottery shall have his private confession heard by the Pope himself. Quasi, you won. Hunchback, no. Do you have any idea the questions he'll have for me? Holy Father, can you fix my hump? Is not my very existence proof there is no God? I don't want to get into that whole hornet's nest. Quasi, quasi, quasi. Are you going to ask for a new back? Oh, yeah, like a tall back, maybe? Or perhaps a new face. No mom would like that face. They'd be like, put it back in my vagina. Okay. On 420. In a tale of love. I very much like your rap. And I yours. Betrayal. And scandal. Quasi, these are actual depictions of the Pope having sex with Saracen women. Oh, mon dieu. Is that mud? It's not mud. It's not mud. Everyone plays a part. Or two. Send a warning shot. Shoot over the heads. Yes, my lord. Michelle! Whoops! I said shoot over the heads. I'm not even sure that that was my arrow. I saw it come out of your crossbow. You know what? That was Gregor's. Gregor! Uh, this is uh, the Broken Lizards, uh, the guys that did Super Troopers, Bear Fest, and all those movies. Uh, they're back for a uh, medieval film, uh, kind of based Dang, around the hunchback okay. of Notre Dame, kind of. Uh, this is about a uh, a lovable uh, idiot named Quasi. He's a hunchback, kind of uh, known for uh, making a uh, a torture device. Uh, everyone knows him in the town for this device, and uh, but nobody really cares for him. He has one best friend and. <laughs> And things are okay. And then uh, there's a uh, the Pope's coming to town, and uh, there's a lottery that you can meet the Pope and ask for anything you want. Uh, and uh, he doesn't believe in the lottery, but his best friend buys the ticket, gives it to him. Little do you know, he ends up winning the lottery. Uh, and it turns out the king asks, uh, brings him to dinner and asks him to uh, essentially kill the Pope. And now he's in a tough place because he's going to choose between the king and uh, his, his religion. And when he meets the Pope, he's considering doing it. But then the Pope asks him to kill the king. Uh, it turns out they know each other and they're not very uh, friendly with one another. And as all this is going on, uh, he's falling in love with the new queen, who we find out that the king's only with because he wants to use her uh, for her, her money and whatnot. Uh, so 
that's kind of the setup here. It's kind of like dealing with what what is he gonna do? How's he gonna get out of this jam? Uh, it's it's funny. It's it's a little 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 raunchy. Uh, it, it's exactly what you would expect from uh, from these guys. Uh, it's kind of their homage to. Uh, I want to say their homage to uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail because they're playing two characters okay. each, each of these guys. Uh, and it's kind of nice because uh, two of these guys have their own uh, TV show called the uh, Tacoma FD. And uh, I guess they filmed this in between the show and uh, the between seasons. And they brought the same crew and they even got almost all the cast members in here uh, sprinkled in a little bit. So that's kind of fun. Uh, is this the best movie? No. Is it fun? Sure. It's a uh, middle of the line. Uh, it's it, it's interesting. Um, I'm going to give Quasi over on Hulu uh, two slices of toast. Uh, so if you're, okay, if you're, okay, if you're up okay. for, uh, for some laughs, uh, definitely check it out. Up next, uh, we... Get, we get a few uh, chuckles. Yeah, yeah. You can't go wrong with these guys. They normally know how to give a couple of chuckles. Um, up next, I have the uh, new uh, movie from our friends over at Apple TV Plus uh, called Ghosted. I was just wondering if you wanted to... Um... Go out sometime. You want to get a coffee? Now? <laughs> yes, now. Ugh. I'll just hang on. <laughs> when I wake up, well, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna Her name is Sadie. I'm next to you. I mean, I know this sounds crazy, but I think she might be the one. Yeah, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you. She really is great. You'll see. Any word? She ghosted him. I bet she hasn't even seen your text. She does travel a lot for work. Go to her. I'm going to London. See, you get it. It's a grand romantic gesture. Yeah, that is amazing, mate. 5,000 miles to surprise a girl that you've only met once, especially if she's the one who ghosted you. No, no, she didn't ghost me. She just doesn't have an international calling plan. Oh, right. Where am I? Oh, God, you, you have the wrong guy? I'm a farmer. Wait, wait. Oh, 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 oh. Can you walk, Gold? CIA. So confused. They kept asking me about the tax man. They asked you about the tax man? They think I am a tax man. You're the tax man. Oh my god. Oh my god. You got me kidnapped and tortured all after one day. <laughs> I saw the rock. You're the one who flew to London. It was a romantic gesture. Get every bounty hunter on the continent. I want her alive. This is bigger than you and me. Did it never occur to you that he could be a foreign asset trying to compromise your mission? Who the hell are you? I'm the boyfriend.
to you, trust me. Is that a joke? Uh, it starts Chris Evans and Anna Diarmas. Uh, so it's pretty much uh, Anna Diarmas is kind of like this uh, this assassin, this badass uh, like uh, government agent known as the Tax Man, and uh, she uh, she ends up meeting Chris Evans, who's this like farmer who's kind of like afraid. Like, well, he's not afraid. He's just not good at talking to a woman. And uh, he ends up meeting her, and they go on this amazing date, and uh, they they have sex, and uh, he gets her phone number. He texts her, but she completely ghosts him. He somehow tracks it, tracks her down, uh, and finds out she's in in England. So, or, or yeah, I think in England flies out there. He's in the wrong place, wrong time. Bad guys capture him, thinking that he's really the tax man who she is. And uh, now she saves his ass, but now he has to become a spy. And these two don't like each other now because he's kind of creepy. And 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 she's like, you're kind of in my way. And uh, it's just watching this guy who's bad with girls become a girl, a ladies man and uh, pretend to be an agent. And it's, it's, you know, the premise is is really dumb and it's kind of weird. But I will say the action's pretty top notch in it. Uh, the cinematography is kind of stylized. It's fun. Has some great needle drops. Uh, fantastic cameos. Uh, you, got, you, got, you got like four really good cameos in here. Uh, but uh, premise wise, and honestly, the uh, the connection between the two actors doesn't fully fail there. But overall, I, I still continued watching it because I mean, like I said, the action was fun, and I don't know, it looked nice, but it just. It didn't feel feel like a full fledged. It felt like it could have been worked a little bit better. I'm gonna give Ghost it, Ghost it over on Apple TV Plus. I'm gonna give it the uh, stick with two slices. I'm on a two slice spree right now, Dennis. Hmm. Okay, <laughs> yeah. It's like I I feel like with those two, it'd be hard to disappoint in the action aspect of things, but mm. the the role reversal. It sounds mm-hmm. like they slathered on pretty hard, and I I get yeah. why you want to try to want to try something like that, but. Yeah, I remember even watching the trailer. It's just like, oh, this kind of looks cheesy. <laughs> and, and it is, but it's just so creepy. It's like, all right, he he tracks her down and goes across the the world to find her, and uh, yeah. you know, you know what's going to happen at the end of the movie. So it's like, why am I even wasting my time? But it's not a bad movie, but it's not a great movie by any stretch of the imagination. Mm. Oh, for sure, um, for sure. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with one more movie before I get you you jumping in here. If you mind, uh, one one more. Before we get to next review, yes, God, it's like we review right. movies here or something. What a fucking nerd! Um, <laughs> up next, uh, I have a movie that probably went under most people's radar here. Uh, a movie written and directed and starring Ray Romano, starring somewhere in Queens. Standing six foot two inches, Matthew. How long have they been doing that? That's three or four games. Weird, right? Yeah, I can see you hate it. Your kid, he had a good game. Where's he going to college? No, he's summoning to work for us, a family business, construction. I'm a scout. If you want me to make a few phone calls, there might be a hole here or there. Some of those holes have scholarships. Who let the dog out? <gasps> You know, that's 20 years ago. I told him we should use uh, Ain't Gonna Be No Rematch at the end of Rocky. That's 40 years ago. Who's this, Sticks? Oh, this is Danny. <laughs> nice to meet you. Do not like her. Don't be mean in front of her. She don't know us yet. Come to dinner Sunday, 12 o'clock. Dinner at 12. I, I love it. I'll be there. Danielle's from Forest Hills. We worked on a house over there. Guy in Maserati. <laughs> yeah, but it was yellow. 
No thanks. <laughs> Any more meatballs? Oh, I make us some more. Oh no 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 please. Too late. No 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 no. Oh, you did it. You did it. No really. Everybody's getting more meatballs. Yes. The neighbors are getting meatballs. He gets on that team. Everything changes for him. You need to turn down the rah rah. I'm excited. Just let it be his choice. She broke up with me. I'm so surprised. Your mom's hysterical because she doesn't like seeing you like this, getting hurt. He'll be okay. I just gotta get his mind off it, you know? Get him back on the court. Hey, Danny. He's not gonna make that team if he's sad like this. Maybe you could go back out with him. Like the pine trees lying in the winding road. Leo, what did you do? You humiliated him. I'm trying to save him from a lifetime of humiliation. I've got a name. I've got a name. He's so stupid sometimes. I always try to do what I think is best for you. You know, your lucky sticks have family that cares that much. We call them sticks because of the long legs. Came out of the shoot that way, just kept growing. Still growing. Really? Came out of my shoot? Uh, so this is kind of loosely, I guess, loosely, very loosely based off a uh, story of Ray Romano's life. Uh, essentially, he is a uh, kind of like a, uh, not a construction worker, but like he does contract. He's a contractor. There's a family business. His brother, his dad, his nephews, and his son is kind of an introvert. And uh, he ends up joining the basketball team. He's really good at that. That opens him up out of the shell a little bit. But then he starts dating this girl. And uh, and then everything's starting to really, really take off. The the boy is opening out of his shell. He's uh, applying for college. And uh, he has a chance to get into this really good uh, college with a good basketball scholarship. But right before he... Uh, he he gets to the point where he uh, kind of does this like basketball interview, I guess. I don't know tryouts for it. Uh, his girlfriend breaks up with him, and he kind of becomes introverted again. So mm. Ray Romano decides he he uh, he he goes to the girl and uh, and bribes her to date his son because she's trying to get a car so she can move out of the out of Queens once she graduates. And and she's like, I don't want your money, but I guess I'll do it to help out your son. So. It's kind of watching this girl who has no interest in being with this boy to help him kind of come out of his shell. And it's a cute little movie. Uh, it's interesting. Like Ray Romano is really good. It's it's it, it it has a distinct look to it, but uh, it's nothing special. But I will say, uh, OK, I give it three slices somewhere in Queens. Very oh. limited release. Uh, it's it's more it's more of a drama with some comedy sprinkled in there. And uh yeah, it is. It's it's a fun watch, and uh, Lori Metcalf uh, is, is is Ray Romano's wife. Oh, uh, so, and she uh, plays like a breast cancer survivor, and she's kind of a no nonsense, tough kind of lady. Uh, and, and there's a bunch of little people here and there sprinkled that you might have seen from other things. And uh, Eric, Eric Griffin's in it. Uh, oh, nice. Huh. Oh, no, I, was, I, just, I felt like I, I had to point something out. So yeah. this is your highest uh, slice review so far, but you <laughs> so sounded far. the least excited about, <laughs> about it coming into it. It's like, I was not expecting three at the end. It's like, oh, wow. Okay. All right. I, mean, I, like, to, I, like, I like to change it up. Knowing what the other ones are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like, I know that's really piqued my interest now. You, you kind of, yeah, you pulled well, the old switcheroo lie. on me. 
uh, Ray, Ray Romano is more than just Ray from Everyone Loves Raymond. He's I, I think oh, he's God, a really yeah. fantastic actor. Like he's done some very good roles, and I can't wait to see what yeah. he does next as a writer and a director. To be honest with you, I mean let's let's not forget he was up for Michael Scott's job. That's true. Like he could have had it <laughs> if if uh, he wasn't talked out of it. He probably would have eaten his sandwich and been just fine running Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> You know, it's interesting. I listened to him on a podcast really quick before. Uh, and he was talking about like when he got on the show Vinyl, which was uh, uh, produced by and then the pilot was directed by um, Martin Scorsese. Apparently he did a self-audition oh, yeah, yeah, tape. Yeah. Martin Scorsese had no idea who he was. Never even heard of, of everyone who was Raymond. <laughs> so it's like at first his, his agent was kind of pissed by that. But he's like, no, that's good. That means he doesn't know who I am. They can't pigeonhole me. And it worked out for him. Right. That's yeah. awesome. No, that's fucking yeah. great. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but I think you got something a little more darker, maybe a little more menacing. I don't uh, know. Uh, yeah, yeah. This this is a little little bit on the horror end of the spectrum here. Uh, if you if you are itching for something new to check out over on Hulu, my next review is the newly released streaming flick Clock. Ella, when are you and Aiden gonna have kids? Ella doesn't want kids. Why don't you want kids? Well, you want kids. Um, the family is everything. I have a family. Don't worry, your clock will kick in. I mean, what do you do all day without kids? We've been through this a million times, and I'm happy with or without kids. I really wish I believed them. It's a couple of empty chairs at the table. Dad, can we not? don't want children. I never have. I actually don't have a clock. All women have a biological clock. Maybe yours is just broken. A new biotech firm doing a clinical trial this month. I can get you in. It is the singular evolutionary goal of a species to procreate. That is our purpose. We administer a newly engineered synthetic hormone, pair that with cognitive behavioral therapy and the option of an implant. Deep breath. I might be a tough case. You're not a case to me, Ella. You're a human being and the best kind too. What kind is that? A woman. Today, we'll be learning to perform maintenance. The family is everything. On a working clock. To reset the cog. I am out of time. Behind the engine. Reset the cog. Your clock will kick out. Out of time. Working clock. Shut the f So this tells a tale of a, a woman who is decided to take part in this medical study that is kind of kind of help kick her biological clock into high gear. See, uh, the opening scene, we're at this, it's a baby shower, it seems, uh, where all these other mothers and pregnant women are talking about all the horrible things that happen to your body and just how it just fucking annihilates you. <laughs> like, it's not good, all the things they're talking about. And she's just getting so put off by all of this. She just doesn't, she's not interested in being a mom. Fully acknowledges everyone's kind of pushing her into it. Family says you need to do it. Your friends keep saying you need to do this. This is going to make you whole. It's going to complete you, all this shit. It'll give you purpose. What do you even do all day without a kid? You know, 
I, I gotta be honest, this movie is very on the nose with conversations that are happening more and more frequently these days. Hmm. Uh, more women freezing their eggs, uh, more in vitro kind of, those conversations being out in the open a little more often. Uh, I myself have, have had to have some of these conversations of like, you know, this isn't just, this is just not what I'm about right now. I, I'm not, that's just not for me personally. I have nothing wrong with everyone else's choices. Um, sure. So this is, so this woman in particular, her, her husband, who is also a doctor, uh, isn't trying to apply a lot of pressure. It's really her father and all her friends. Uh, her father, played by the fantastic Saul Rubinick, um, is just keeps applying that pressure. You know, you got to carry on the family name or like the family blood, all of this stuff. The fact that uh, her uh, Jewish ancestry is so important to the family. It can't end with you. We see all these crazy symbolism. It starts to, to peek out. So she, she says she's going on this business trip, and instead she's going to this uh, medical study. Melora Hardin is playing uh, Dr. Elizabeth Sin. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, I know. It's a little on the nose. Um, Melora Hardin, fantastic. By the way, she can deliver that like medical terminology dialogue fucking awesome. I believe she's a doctor. It's This isn't um, Jan. Mm. at all from the office you know nice. we're not getting any of that she like uh she does a great job i i i really loved her th- uh throughout this film yeah throughout this film what was interesting first 10 15 minutes i'm like fuck yeah i'm into this like this is gnarly i i i recognize what we're talking about here in the movie this is an intense subject for a lot of people and a lot of people are discussing this stuff right now and then it starts to take this weird preachy turn she so desperately wants to, she just wants to be like quote unquote normal and uh the doctor's telling her, oh well your your clock is broken and i know how to fix it because so, uh, you you're supposed to want children why don't you want children and it gets really they just lay it on thick uh we start seeing these kind of we start doing these experiments and seeing this horrific imagery and get a couple of jump scares with this thin man slash jewish grandma specter that keeps showing up and this this certain sounds keep kicking in and it starts to get like and it starts slowly sliding downhill for me after the first act and and then i'm before i'm just completely losing grip i man i wanted to like this you had some gnarly things i haven't seen in a horror movie before uh pendulum babies that was freaky i mean there's like i said you get you get a couple of cool there's a couple of places where you can tell they they wanted to pull the the budget onto these effects, and they, we get some great in camera stuff, but only a couple of times. There's other places where it just I'm I'm over the thin man Jewish grandma thing. It stopped being scary after the first couple of times we see her, and then it's just like oh my god, yes, ignore it. We we know it's a person, and it, like her hallucinations get stronger and stronger until she starts lashing out, and our main character starts to become a villain essentially. And this sucked. I wanted to yeah. I wanted to like it and it had some cool things going on. Like I said, it had some cool imagery. Uh, female writer director, I, I, I applaud the, the, the uh, risks that were taken here. and I like this uh, the subject matter was interesting. It was uncomfortable. You made me feel that discomfort and, and, I, and I fully acknowledge as a, as a man, I'm not going to grasp a lot of the nuance of uh, what it is to be in that situation, the actual, when those 
conversations are targeted immediate, immediately at you and not adjacent to me, you know, like it is where is what my experience is. Um, interesting story. Wasn't a big fan of the execution. I'm going to give clock one and a half slices. It's over on Hulu. This one just dropped. Uh, maybe you'll have a better reaction to it. There's a couple twists and turns in there that could be interesting to some, but I thought you could see him coming from a mile away. Uh, we, in fact, Val and I started talking over the movie saying what things would have been more intense and what would have been more shocking that they should have put into the movie that I don't think was a big budgetary ask. It was just the unsettling part that they should have leaned into further that they kept backing off of at weird points only just to come back and revisit it. Anyways. Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe, maybe other horror fans will dig it more than I did, but I uh, left something to be desired in my book. Fair enough. Fair enough. But hey, you checked it out, so that's the that's the upside. Um, I have a movie what, what you that got I, for us, guy. I was gonna, I was gonna see. Uh, Are you there, God? It's me, Judy Bloom, or whatever. But instead, I said, "Yeah, I'll check out this other movie." Uh, so I saw Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. You still don't remember a thing. I don't remember any of it. I only remember the interpreter. Why he wants this job? I need the money. Don't disappoint and turn out to be a pain in the ass. No, not me, sir. Money isn't the reason he wants this job. It's Alabama killed his son. Stop the vehicle, Sergeant. We don't want to go down this road. You're out of your bounds, Ahmed. You're here to translate. Actually, I'm here to interpret. John, you have tallies approaching. Well, I won't back down. For three weeks, this family believed you were dead. We owe that man your life. There wasn't enough room to carry me across those mountains. Now he's hiding in a hole somewhere. I should be in that hole. You could stand me about to Everything all right, John? No, everything's not all right. There is a hook in me. Ahmed and his family are in trouble. We can't intervene. I am gonna have to get him out myself. Listen, you're gonna be alone. You gotta adapt. Use what you got. If you can give me the location, if I can get him out of the country, it's too dangerous. You'll become very popular with the Taliban. I miss you. Love you, Daddy. You think if I could be free of this debt? I wouldn't be. You think I have a choice? There is no choice. Uh, now, I didn't know very much about this. I know you mentioned it once before, and I'm like, ah, well, Dennis mm-hmm. is down to see it. Maybe I'll see. It. I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, so Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. is a, a sergeant, uh, and uh, and he's at war in Afghanistan, and uh, he has an interpreter. Um, and one day his whole uh, his whole uh, 
platoon or whatever you call group of guys gets uh ambushed and they all get killed and he uh jake gyllenhaal gets kind of knocked out but his interpreter is like fuck it i can save you so he he kind of takes jake gyllenhaal who's pretty much passed out and unconscious because he has bullets and whatnot and, uh, and and you see him going through the mountains and all these like wooded areas of uh of um Afghanistan, Afghanistan. Avo- avo- yeah. avoiding the Taliban or fighting the Taliban, depending on Jesus. where we're at. And uh, so, so this, and, and, and then pretty much he uh, ends up saving Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal goes home. He's going to get a medal uh, for his act of bravery. And uh, he's like, I don't really care. I, I don't remember anything that happened to me. I only survived because of my interpreter and all he wants is, is, is a visa for him, his wife and his now like, one month old son and uh and now it turns out he has to be in hiding because he went against the taliban and everyone there's a big uh right a big bounty on his head so jake gyllenhaal for working with the americans yeah 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 and uh and there's a reason he did it because he had a son who was killed by the taliban when he was a member of the taliban and after that he decided the taliban i'm gonna i'm gonna help america or, or these guys so that's why he did it and uh, so Jake Gyllenhaal takes it upon himself to go and find uh, his his uh, trans his translator. He uh, he gets he, he goes through all the acts of getting the visa for him, and it's just him as one day he he hired mercenaries to go with them, or like a group of people, but they got a bigger, better offer. And like, tell you what, you go out, you 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 find him, you give us a call, we'll come get you. But he didn't tell him who he was. If uh, he didn't tell him that he was a uh, he was Sergeant uh, John Kinley, and he didn't say that it was a med his interpreter because they, they they're known throughout the land about how they survived and like, oh fuck. he kept it all under okay. wraps. I didn't think he about didn't that. Tell him shit. Yeah. yeah, and it's just intense as fuck. Like it's not your typical Guy Ritchie movie. He's sly, slick, has a weird, interesting edit. No, this is this is your in Very the stylistic. Shit. Yeah. yeah, you're you're oh, your first act. Nice, your nice. first act. You're just in Afghanistan looking for IEDs for like maybe a good hour. Then the second hour is, is getting getting John to to safety. The third uh, third act is getting the terp- interpreter, and uh, it's two hours and three minutes. But it fucking moves like there's never a fucking dull moment in nice. it. Uh, I thought there would be a very slow moment. So I thought there's going to be long, slow pans of them walking in the desert or in the woods. And luckily, I mean, there's moments where they're doing that, but there's always something at risk, something happening, action, intense, uh-huh. intrigue. And uh, you don't know where the story is going. And everyone's given phenomenal performances. The The cinematography is beautiful and like just capturing the land. I don't know where they filmed it, but it looked perfect. For someone who's never been to Afghanistan, it could maybe not look like Afghanistan for all I fucking know. Yeah. But uh, it looked sexy. It looked sleek. It was a fun story. Well, by fun, it was action. It was riveting. Uh, I definitely uh, would suggest checking out Guy Ritchie's The Covenant in theaters to get the full sound effect, the full immersive oh, yeah, experience. Uh, but I'm going to give it a three three slices of toast. It was a, it was a pretty damn good Badass. Uh, yeah. Nice, nice, yeah. man. Fuck. Yeah, I'm excited for that one, dude. I'm still. I very much want to check that one out in theaters as well. Uh, I think 100 awesome. percent you, you would. Just got me more. Yeah. More excited for it now. Like, <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna see it, but I'm like, fuck it, give it a shot, and I'm happy as shit that I did. Um, nice. Good. Up next, I uh, I have the um, the uh, I don't want to say long awaited sequel, spinoff, reboot, uh, whatever you want to call it. Prequel. Evil Dead. Yeah. I, no, it's not a prequel. 
Uh, Evil Dead, Evil Dead Rise. What's up, sis? I had the most beautiful dream. It was the perfect day. And all I could think about was how much I wanted to cut you all open and then climb inside your bodies. <laughs> so that we could stay one happy family. <laughs> Just a little girl I asked my mother What is this, Danny? I found it What will I be? She said to me, Oh, not now. You don't look so good, Mom. Nothing a big old kiss from you won't fix. You'd be a good mom someday, honey, Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know how to lie to kids. <laughs> mom? Mommy's with the maggots now. So this this uh, is a new modern day spin on our classic Evil Dead franchise, which, yes, we did have a movie just like that back in 2013. But this is a newer, different style. This is uh, this is about there's a kind of like a uh, rock and roll technician lady who's coming back home to Los Angeles. She's staying with her sister uh, for a couple of days, helping her out with their kids as they're getting ready to move or being evicted from their house because uh, or not house their apartment building because it's being condemned uh and one day there's an earthquake and uh her young uh, the, the the mother's young son discovers there's like a bank vault hidden be- underneath uh their parking garage and he finds this yeah. satanic book that's being there's all these like uh, i don't want to say crucifixes but uh what the fuck you call them like the little uh the necklaces with the fucking jesus the christ pentagrams no, 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 no. Or uh, religious ones. Uh, the fucking... Uh, I don't fucking know. I'm not religious enough anymore. Cross uh, but anyways, it's... Like keep, the inverted yeah, cross? Yeah, yeah. No, no, the actual cross. They're all this stuff keeps... Oh, oh okay. The Necronomicon at bay. But he grabs the... Oh, sure. This, 
he finds these three records. And of course, this kid's a DJ, so he has a record player. So he can listen, Dennis. I know what you're thinking. I was a kid listening to records <laughs> in 2023. And like his his uh, sister, who's roughly the same age, is like, I wouldn't take that. You should put it back when she finds out. He's like, I'll bring it back tomorrow. And uh, so pretty much he listens to the record and uh it's kind of like the uh stuff that ash hears when he listens to it oh we found this satanic uh, book oh now we're gonna read the passage and sure as shit that lets out the deadites the deadites uh one of them takes over the uh the body and soul of the mother of the kids and now it's the mm. aunt who's kind of unstable kind of doesn't really have her shit together now she has to protect her three uh her her sister's three kids or her two nieces and nephew uh at first she she tries taking care of the mother the whole we're gonna tie you to the bed that doesn't work they end up getting in this, this situation they, they they have her out in the hallway uh they're they're trapped inside the house the elevator's not working because the uh fucking uh, earthquake the stairwell's broken yeah uh there's no uh fire escape that they can easily reach uh, even the neighbors try helping out, but uh, shit just hits the fan, and it is gory. Oh. It is intense. Yes. Like, I, I, like it's it's it, it's crazy. Like you can't fully like. I mean, it's kind of like your modern day horror, um, but it doesn't fully feel like the Evil Dead to me. It doesn't really have the uh, the comic sensibility. Towards the end, they do give right. this. Uh, there's this this great final set piece where we get the axe. We get uh, our main character saying some type of stuff that Ash would say. Uh, and, uh, yeah. you, get, you get some fun moments. Uh, there, there, there's some some Easter eggs here and there. Of course, you even get a little uh, a little um, Ash uh, dialogue that you hear at one point uh, as you're hearing all these spirits <laughs> talking. Um, well. Interesting. Wasn't the last Evil Dead film that they claimed was a remake? Didn't it? We find out it exists in the universe as the original film uh, or something. Slightly, slightly. At the very end, we do get Ash showing up in a truck, picking up uh, our our, That's our right. main character Mia, I believe her name was. Um, and that, and that yeah, film, it's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Back uh, like two, three years ago, when I when I was working with. Uh, Bruce Campbell, he was he was kind of pitching me the premise, and it sounded dope. And I'm like, ah, but it just to me does not feel right, like because it takes place in Los Angeles, but it, it, you can tell the the people aren't fully American. They sound like they they're they're maybe I assume it's uh, New Zealand where they filmed it, and like they did Ash vs Evil Dead, and like you can see like just the the set designs a little bit off. It's a little dated looking, but I, it is what it is for an Evil Dead hmm. movie. Um, Interesting. Like, I feel like I don't thought call it was a it period piece based on the trailer. No, no, no. No, modern day. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's probably why you said uh, 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 prequel. prequel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck. Like, if you don't call it Mo Evil Dead, I feel like it could have been a far superior original movie. But I mean, like I said, you do really? get the Necronomicon. Uh, like, you get brutal fucking action. Oh, it's bloody as shit. There's some big bloody scenes. And there's some stuff that surprises you. You get kids possibly in danger possibly getting killed i don't want to spoil anything uh but it is Damn. it is uh, it's a romp dennis uh hour and 36 minutes it feels a little longer than that i feel like there's some areas where they could cut out some of the trim some of the fat but whatever and it starts off with uh uh two cousins 
in in at a cabin in the woods, not like the one that we know with with this bo- with one of their one of their boyfriends. Uh, no characters that we know. And then it cuts to after we see the title Evil Dead Rise after some ominous shit happens. We go to like uh, 48 hours previous. So it's like, how the fuck are they going to tie it together? And then they tied together pretty nicely in the end. Uh, I'll give Evil Dead Rise three slices of toast. It just doesn't oh, really feel like an Evil Dead movie to me, but it does feel like a fun horror movie. That's definitely nice. worth seeing right. in the theater. I was a little taken back because you start opening night and you get people running their mouths, making jokes, think they're funny, making comments. But that's what you want out of a movie. You want you want to get from emotions and it got emotions. So I, I give them props. Um, you, can, yeah. you can keep your emotions fucking silent, too. But, you know, yeah, well, yeah, 100, 100, 100 fucking percent, I think. Um, <laughs> right. I want to watch this fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, Ralphie. Uh, it is what it is. I can't complain. Um, oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, up next, I got this this one movie uh, that when I saw the poster, I'm like, oh, this looks like a Bollywood movie. But I saw the trailer and I'm like, oh, I got to see this fucking movie. Uh, this movie called Polite Society. I'm Rhea Khan. Yeah, yeah. I am going to be a stunt woman. Yeah, yeah. My sister Lena is the yeah. only person who believes in me. Want to help me with a vid for my channel? She helps me with all my training. You are going to be such a great stunt woman. That was dope, though. But lately, she's been seeing this guy who I think is a bit of a smarmy wanker. Lena, it's a trap. Oh my god, Rhea, chill out. Now, I'm not being dramatic. But these people are evil. I found something. I've got my eye on you. They are not taking her away without a fight. I will strike down you or anyone else who tries to get in my way. How about the bikini area? (laughs) Let's dance. We need to get Lena out. How mischief is afoot. Lena's not going anywhere, you little bitch. Rude. Mom, what are you doing? We stick to the plan. Nothing changes. We are going to show Lena who these people really are. Of course I bodied it. It was magical. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I drew blood. <laughs> um, it's about um it takes place in England. It's about this um this this Indian family. You got two sisters. The older sister is a dropout from art school. She feels like she didn't belong. The younger sister uh, wants to become a stunt woman, and uh, she has her sister film oh. videos, and uh, she she's always doing this stunt stuff. 
And she thinks, all right, well, my sister's going to become a famous artist. I'm going to become a famous stunt woman. Um, and then uh, her sister's kind of putting an arranged marriage, but not exactly. She falls for this guy who's looking for a wife. And so she ends up deciding, all right, I'm going to marry, marry this guy after like three, four weeks. Uh, and the sister thinks something's a little skewed. Something's off. She can't put her finger on it. And she's going to figure out what's going on. And it's... It's uh, it's crazy what, what what's going on because you're, you're watching it all. You're like, all right, all right, maybe something is going on, or maybe this girl's jealous, or maybe it's all in her head. But you don't know until the very end what exactly is happening. But th this movie is very like stylized and fun. Like it feels like watching like Scott Pilgrim. It definitely has a uh, Edgar Wright vibes oh. to it. Um, wow. and it, it's just flashy. Shit. Like it, it 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 does things. Like it has crazy cinematography the these these fun kung fu uh uh, moment, uh fight scenes um there there's like a one bollywood dance style scene but it's not forced it kind of comes good uh and nice, it, nice. It, it's 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 this fun movie it's like an hour and 43 minutes and it's just and it, it's it's really fun and like it's it's more of kind of kind of what i, I enjoyed out of uh out of Miss Marvel, but even amped up to another degree. Like I really, really enjoyed this. Like, and like, you're wondering sure. like wow. some of the stuff you're like, maybe it's in this girl's head, like, cause she's doing Kung Fu, but you even see her doing Kung Fu and getting her ass kicked doing it too. But she always gets up and does it again. Uh, polite society. I, I, I can't say enough good things. I'm giving three and a half slices of toast to this film. Fuck yeah. Uh, nice man. Very limited. Oh, release, awesome. but uh, Check it out. If you can. Yeah. yeah, now I'm gonna seek that one out. That's that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think you got something pretty awesome sounding. Some something. Uh, uh, Speaking something of whimsical. stylized action and and people flying around and swashbuckling, <laughs> that's right. Better strap in, folks. I'm talking about my Disney Plus review of Peter Pan and Wendy. Other one grow up. I want things to stay the way they are. Can't stop time, Wendy. Whether you like it or not. Watcha! You were flying. A little bug did it. I don't think that's a bug. She is a fairy. Are you Peter Pan? Were you expecting someone else? I can fly! Is that Neverland? Is this everything you dreamed of? I could never have dreamed of this! place no rules no schools no bedtimes and most of all no growing up are you wendy tiger lily peter 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 captain it's peter Pan. never say his name Me? Just like old times. All your times are old, Captain. <laughs> Come on! Everyone, hang on! Do you hear 
That is one big... To grow up might just be the biggest adventure of all. Yeah, so this one, uh, it just dropped. This is a retelling, a reimagining, really, of the animated Disney Peter Pan film it is uh they borrow more elements from the book from what i understand but this does it's way closer to the point to where some of the score you're going to recognize from the original film uh they don't i think you get one actual song they carry over uh they do have a couple other songs original to this film that i i thought were quite clever my favorite ones hilariously were all the pirate ones they have the best songs um the the cast is interesting um we got uh, Alexander Maloney playing Peter Pan, title character himself. Uh, Ever Gabo Anderson playing Wendy Darling. The uh, Yara Shahidi, I'm so sorry, I, I butcher her name, playing Tinkerbell. Uh, Jude Law playing Captain Hook. Um, Alyssa Wanapadic playing Tiger Lily. And Jim Gaffigan playing Mr. Smee. Nice. Uh, funny enough, I think Jim Gaffigan kind of stole the show for me. Uh, Alyssa Winnipeg did a great job of uh, playing Tiger Lily. This is not the Tiger Lily from the cartoon. Uh, this this native princess is a fucking warrior princess. She's a bad bitch, uh, helping kind of steer the Lost Boys out of trouble when they get too close, and uh, they kind of live their own like her tribe kind of lives on their own in Neverland, and they kind of cross over a little bit and help each other out when needed. Um, this world is different though. I keep, we kept trying to apply things we were familiar with and they just kind of kept getting yanked away. We have this fun, you know, we have kind of a fun sword fight opening sequence, kind of like the cartoon where we're, we're using imaginary play at home, but we're supposed to be going to bed and find out Wendy's leaving for boarding school, like tomorrow. And she's not at all excited. She does not want to go. And she finally says those magic words. I don't want to grow up. And uh, Peter's shadow or Peter shows up. Uh, well, really, Tinkerbell shows up first, then Peter and his shadow. And of course, we gotta we gotta hold down his shadow and get him stitched back onto Peter. Well, he explains to them, I, I, "I heard you. I've been coming here for a long time, actually, and I, I need your help. We need to go back to Neverland." So her and her brothers, we were we're flying away with the pixie dust, and I was all excited. I thought Nana was going with them. But of course, we were going to pay for a dog to be in this whole movie. So I'm sorry, Adam. Nana doesn't get to go on the adventure. We, sorry, we are Disney short Plus. I'm not watching entire... your shit. Yeah, yeah. Fuck I this. I want a dog no. movie, oh. damn it. <laughs> um, but we get to Neverland. Uh, we've got some beautiful CG uh, blended with, I, what is this, Ireland or Scotland? These beautiful cliffs, like uh, green I mean, green hilly cliffs and fields. It kind of gives me uh, Star Wars vibes. Uh, I wonder if it's it's because it looks a lot like where Luke's uh, island was. Um, but it's a very heavily CG world unless we're like on Captain Hook's ship. Um, Captain Hook, by the way, Jude Law, I thought he was interesting. I liked the way we introduce him. Um, it's I was a little confused as to like 
time passing at one point because I thought his it we get we went from really bright colors to really dark and his hair goes from like a dark brown with some gray to like a lot of gray with some brown and his wardrobe changes at one for a couple scenes that, I don't know why that threw me off so much but I got really hung up on it I was just like what why would you give him such a drastically different look only to revert him back uh we mix up the the history of the characters a little bit I think this is where some of the Disney's flair and this one comes in and that uh, Captain Hook isn't who he seems to be, that there's actually a much longer history between him and Peter than uh, we were led to believe. In fact, uh, Peter's history with the home that Wendy lives in is even uh, a lot longer than it seems. Um, Interesting casting. Like I said, I like the pirate songs. Uh, There's a handful of good performances some of the performances, not so good. It kind of had a hard time digesting just the delivery of some of the dialogue was just so over the top. Mm. I I don't know. I couldn't, I wanted to really get into this as, as like a fun family adventure. And where there's a few scenes I enjoyed, a lot of it kind of fell flat. I, I hate to admit. It's, I feel like there was a lot more room for improvement here. Um, at an hour and 49 minutes, I got to be honest, I started dozing off a couple times. Some of these gags we kept hitting too many times. Uh, Tinkerbell has one line, one line in the whole movie. I get this, this whole magical element we're supposed to have, but for as, as talented as uh, actress as we have in the movie, didn't really give give her a lot because she's CG almost the entire time. Um, I don't know the exchange. There's this exchange of power at one point that's kind of all right. I guess I get it. I get it, and it, I just I couldn't hold up. Like, it's, it's just not for me, I guess. I don't know. I, I wish it was better than it was. I'm going to give Peter Pan and Wendy two slices. Uh, I still think there's some fun to be had, uh, especially for a younger audience. A lot of big, flashy elements. Uh, the, the crocodile is, is cool. You still get to smash a pocket watch. The, you see a lot of those moments. The thimble for a kiss. But it, it's like we just got to hit these beats, and then we're moving to the thing that we're trying to show you, and then it feels very forced when we get to that thing. Um, so maybe it's for you, but it just wasn't quite for me. Like I said, two and a half slices available now on Disney plus. All right. Uh, I got two more movies and I'll wrap shit up here for you guys and gals. Um, up next, I have a, uh, new movie from Ari Aster, the guy that did Midsummer and, uh, of course, hereditary. He's back, uh, this time with the walking Phoenix in Bo is afraid. I am so sorry for what your daddy passed down to you. But I wanted a child, the greatest gift of my life. I'm visiting my mother tomorrow. Hi, Carrot, it's Mom. I'm just calling to say that I'm so, so, so excited to see you tomorrow. You're my angel and I love you. Okay, I love you. Okay, bye, sweetie. I love you. Are you at the airport? I'm on my way. I just... It's not safe, is it? What do you think I should do? I'm sure you'll do the right thing, sweetheart. Welcome back. I hit you with my car. What? Boys, what is this? That's my little assistant health monitor. 
feeling sad about going home, Bo? Must feel totally unreal. I'm supposed to be leaving. I don't know if that's gonna happen. You will walk many miles. Dozens will become hundreds. Hundreds will become thousands. Your adventures will continue for years and years. This is to get home. I know. Do you want the truth now? Dennis, I, I don't really think I can fully explain this movie to you because not because oh. I don't, not because I don't know what happens because so much happens. This is a movie where <laughs> anything and everything is on the table. Whatever you think is going to happen is not going to happen. Something completely fucking crazy and different is going to happen. Okay. And, Intrigued. Uh, step by step. So the, the, the premise of the movie, simple premise, uh, this guy, Bo, he's going to visit his mother. Unfortunately, uh, on his way out of his apartment, he realizes he forgot his medication. So he leaves his suitcase and his keys in his doorway of his apartment, runs to the bathroom, gets his pills, comes back to find his bags missing and his keys. And he's already running late for the airport. And he decides, well, I don't really want to leave yet because I, I don't. Someone has my keys and they come come in my house and fuck fuck stuff up. So he calls his mom tells her unfortunately right now i'm not going to be able to make this flight but i will definitely come out once i get everything sorted out and the mother's kind of disappointed in him and he feels bad and he he seems he's a little afraid of everything it feels like and it's like why is he afraid of stuff we see him going across the street to a bodega across the street and he lives in this area where literally people are being shanked and stabbed and and mugged and beat up right Jesus. right across from him, right right outside his door. And he gets locked out of his apartment and some crazy shit happens. But the next day he decides, oh, he finds out his mother, when he gives her a call, a uh, UPS guy answers her phone. And favorite cameo in the movie, Bill Hader. Uh, oh. he, has, he has the unfortunate uh, privilege to tell him that his mother is dead. A chandelier fell on her head and he just found the Jesus. body as he was trying to like deliver a package. Deliver a package, huh? Oh so my God. now he, he's he's going. He's gonna go to his mom's funeral because he needs to go. But it's not that easy. He uh there's a lot of unfortunate stuff that happens in between him trying to get to his mother's funeral and some really crazy shit like uh, I, I like. I want to say what happens, but in a way, it might spoil the movie. It might not spoil the movie. Too much. It literally. <laughs> wait, yeah, Dang. yeah, dude, dude. This movie is three hours, 
and it's three hours of just the most insane, crazy shit you could like. It literally feels like an AI could have just like shit out this script. Like, not not saying it's a bad script, just saying because it's so unpredictable and so wacky. Turns it takes, and yeah, yeah, like it's based in a hyper realistic reality, and then it's based in a regular reality. Then like there's like. It feels like you're watching a stage play at some points, and then you're on another journey. Then what you're the so many crazy fucking things. You got me so intrigued, dude. Oh, oh, and you're seeing him as a child, and you're seeing him as an old man throughout the whole movie, and then you're seeing him come back to where we see him now. And what? Joaquin Phoenix is giving. I don't know how he's how he could keep track of the character as this whole movie is going on. It, it's Fuck, a phenomenal man. performance. The 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 the, the cinematography is beautiful. Everything's just so hyper realistic. Uh, like as as a great set of cast members, you got uh, Amy Ryan. Nathan Lane, Zoe Lister-Jones, Parker Posey, Richard Kind, uh, some random faces you'd see here and there you might know, but like, it's so unbelievable. I I, I might see it a, a second time because I feel like I probably missed so much seeing the movie. Like, and, and I feel like, and even when it ends, it's like, is this really fucking ending like this? And like, they just stay on this one moment in the film and like, it's just playing over the credits and it's like, what the fuck is what? happening? It's okay. a ride, dude. I, I'm giving those <laughs> afraid three and a half slices of toast. Uh, oh, it, oh, it's just ass. so insane. So, so crazy. I want to tell you everything that happens, but uh, I'd ruin it. And and and, and, and so you, you'd just be waiting for stuff to happen the whole movie. Like what I told oh, yeah, you, no, no, no. the tip of the iceberg, it's beautiful. Like, oh, I know, I know people was... are, are, are like, divided on how they feel about his films this is literally like i feel like this he had the most freedom to do whatever like there's like a six hour cut of midsummer i don't think he cut anything here if he did i don't know what the fuck he could have cut dang no that's because that's i was about to touch on that comment it's like i've been seeing some some of the reviews for it are quite mixed just for this Mm. film specifically so I was very curious what your takeaway was going to be. And I love that you're this like enthusiastic about it. It's those types of weird and settling things and the unusual, I think we need to see more often, mm-hmm. uh, especially in this space where this is where you get away with it. This is not shit you see on Instagram. This is not shit you see oh, yeah. on fucking Facebook. You need to actually have a production. You know, you need to have a vision oh, that you can follow through in, in this manner. And I, Sounds like that is all there, dude. Oh, fucking it. Oh, Especially Joaquin Phoenix, man. I love it when he's uh, in these uh, types of movies, too. Because you know he's just digging in with both heels, and he's just giving everything. Oh, that is oh, awesome. Oh, man. dude, yeah. He's he's giving in a... Like, he's never really phoning in a performance, but he's just top-notch in this. And, like, I guess nice. it's also playing in IMAX. If you could see it in IMAX, I would suggest it, because I saw it on a oh, regular screen, okay. and it was beautiful. I bet IMAX would be even more mind-blowingly crazy. Oh, fuck yeah. All right. Yeah, well, hey. Yeah. Um, I got one more movie left here, man. I got a movie uh, that I think you also uh, said looked good, so I'm like, I'll check you out. Uh, a movie called Sisu.
gold miner. <laughs> We're rich, boys. Get down on your knees. <laughs> Fuck him up. <laughs> we got gold. <laughs> a Finnish commander. He lost his home and his family in the war. He became a one-man death squad. He's one mean motherfucker that you do not want to mess with. Fire! You'll see what happens when you take everything from him. believe that he's immortal. No, he just refuses to die. How many mines did we bury here? All of them. You and you. This is not about who is the strongest. This is about not giving up. We have a word for that in Finland. We might have a problem. Uh, this is like an action war movie. Uh... Uh, that, that involves Nazis. It's about like an ex-soldier who, who's kind of like a gold miner now. Uh, he discovers some gold and he's going home with the gold and runs across some uh, Nazis that try killing him. And of course, he takes down four Nazis in the most spectacular manner. Oh, um, and then then before he, he kills them, he walks past like a fleet of Nazis. And one guy's like, well, I'm going to kill him. And like the head Nazi's like, no, he's walking to his own death. We won't worry. And then they hear the gunshots and craziness in the distance, and they turn around. And then, it becomes <laughs> them, and then they're coming after him. There's a point where they find out, like either the person giving like over the over like the fucking walkies, like or not walkies over the radio, is like, dude, turn around. You guys are lucky to be alive. Well, of course they're not saying that because it's Nazis, but it's like he's infamous. He used to be a Finnish soldier, uh, and I think on record he has like. Three no maybe I, I I think it's like three hundred and eight Nazi confirmed kills Jesus in his tour, Christ. and like it got to the point where even his like his 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 military people didn't know how to discipline him, so they just like let him do whatever, and like it's just Not him brutal. and his dog, and uh and and it's so fucking intense, like unique kills. It looks so sexy, like. Set design is oh Damn. my god, fantastic! It kind of plays like a Tarantino type movie. There's chapters. Uh, it's it's so rich in like you like it's one guy. I think maybe he talks at the very end of the movie. He has like maybe one line of dialogue, and like it's just oh my god, like it it's 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 mesmerizing and beautiful and and like unique and interesting and stylized and and i'm not normally a guy who likes this type of movie like but boy oh boy is it something uh i'm gonna give sisu three and a half slices as well uh it's i believe it's currently like a limited release if you're somewhere where they're playing it and you like brutal intense 
action movies, this is definitely for you. And if you like seeing Nazis get their, <laughs> their comeuppance, it's definitely worth it. <laughs> Dang, no, that sounds badass, dude. Yeah. Okay, and, how, and you get how many slices again? Uh, three and a half. Three and a half. You fucking eight, man. Yeah, you're finishing off your review strong. Yeah, yeah. I, I started with fuck. the threes and or twos. Now, now we're ramping up a bit, but worked yeah. it all the way. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Oh, dude. Yeah, you gave me some the inspiration. I gotta go seek these out. Check out all these flicks. Yeah, I mean, they're they're definitely yeah. unique. Those last two, I highly suggest seeing in theaters. Uh, fuck, even the last oh, three, sure. I'd say in theaters, but definitely the last two, I'd see in the theater if I could. Bo and Sisu. And also uh, Polite Society, but I mean, the last two are definitely oh, yeah. made for theaters. You'll like, it's a good bonding experience with random strangers you don't even know. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, well, badass. Say you want to give reviews, why don't you come on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for our show? Be honest. Let us know what doesn't work, what does work, what you want, what you don't want. We just want to hear from you. Yeah, just give us that feedback. Let us know what you think, and we're going to try to do our best to get the show into the best shape it could possibly in for you guys. The best, tastiest toast for you. And maybe you got something you want to show off to other people. I know we, we tipped it off a little bit, but hey. Film Freeway, go check mm-hmm. it out because we got Movie Toast the Festival. That's right. Filmfreeway.com slash Movie Toast the Festival is happening again. Uh, in, this December, we have been getting through the submissions and we are really liking what we're seeing so far. <laughs> we get like I said, stuff. it's the biggest pool we've got so far, but there's still plenty of room left on the docket. It, you know, your film is great. So get it out there in front of those eyes, get it out there in front of the audience. Yeah, uh, we have a lot of fun and we get a n- nice turnout and love for you to be a part of it, either as a participant or an audience member. It's mm-hmm. it'd just be fun to come check out some some cool short films. It's free to watch. Sweet flicks. That free, it is. Like Dennis said, at home, virtual, wherever you want. You can do it in the nude. You can do it on the toilet. You can do it in the shower. I don't care. Do it wherever. Free of charge. Unless That's you want to enter, right. then it's a couple of measly pesos. Yeah, it's and it's very low cost entry, very low pull. Just want to get exposure out to your films and have some fun watching them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, if you like well, uh, social yeah. media, uh, we're also uh, we 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 said we're at movie underscore toast over on uh, at Twitter, but uh, we're also on Facebook at movie toast news and reviews and movie toast movie underscore toast. Uh, we got two different pages over there. Um, we also got a YouTube page. If you still want to go check out. Yes, I was just, it's funny. That's exactly the next <laughs> one I was going to hit. Like I mentioned before, if you want to check out our, our Star Wars special from the previous May 4th, uh, that is over on our YouTube page. Please go check it out. It, you'll, you got to get some chuckles out of it, especially you, you big Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you all for listening this week. Thanks for joining us, folks. Until next time, stay toasty. Well, I can't believe we made it through. Only took us four attempts, and the system let us through. We're beating the odds. Yeah, that was a pain in the ass. Frustrating me, Zencaster. You fuck. Dear you, you piece of shit. Oh, boy. Well, I've